Hey everyone, this is Leah, one of your co-hosts from Take Up Space Podcast, and I just got through recording with the amazing D-Murph, and I am just so excited for you all to listen to this episode. We talk in depth about what it takes to be an entrepreneur. We talk about the importance of collaborating and being in having integrity when you are getting your listenership up or engaging with your audience. You know, make sure that you're doing it for the right reasons that you add value to your community and that you be blessed in the process. Thank you so much for tuning in. Yo, 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 drop it with me. You are now tuned in to Facebook. Yo, what's going on? It's DJ Brainstorm. Yo, Black Pac, come on this thing. This has been Joy. This is Gabby. This is Talk It Out. Yo, what's good? It's your boy Q from Chopping Over Q and the Critical Dub Network. And you are tuned in to Facebook. It's that time. Ladies and gentlemen, you are tuning in to the flagrant two with the big homie D Murph, where I literally and I mean literally always got something to say, verbally or even non-verbally. Y'all ready? I know I'm ready. Let's do it world I, I continue to tell you as 2020 comes to an end I'm always excited to collaborate and connect with dope people people that's bring the energy shout out to BTG for the uh, suggestion for uh, the connection and world help me introduce one half of talk up space podcast Miss Leah, where own who you are and rock that <clears throat> ish. That's what they say on their description. I promise. I, I'm not trying to not cuss, but you can cuss Leah if you want to. Just don't cuss me out. We got people that be tuning in, and, <laughs> and also one thing about this group of ladies, and I definitely want to start on this shortly, is when you look up them and subscribe to take up space podcasts their apple description and i quote sometimes we shrink ourselves to make others feel comfortable we have conversations about breaking that cycle to become more self-aware and confident in who we are end quote leah welcome to the flaking two Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. No problem. No problem. No problem. So, I think that's dope that own who you are. Talk about that. Um, so, it comes from, it comes a lot from people who are, like myself, who tend to deny what the world would deem as imperfect. Gotcha. So if the world says, oh, you're too much of this, you're too little of that, we tend to kind of suppress that okay. and try to be how the world or our families or work would expect us to be and fit into that mold. But I think that it's more important that we take up space where we are in our, so- in our social circles, in our relationships, at work wherever you are make sure that your voice is being heard because it's just as important as the next person yeah yeah that's good that's good that's good and 
I know we kind of spoke on some things offline, and I want to kind of get your take on why you believe that's important because you were saying how in today people do things to go, you know, viral or not be themselves. So, can mm-hmm. add, add a little bit more substance to that, please. Yeah, sure. So, uh, earlier when we were talking, one of the things that I admire about you is that oh, well, thank whether you. it's thank you. on your <laughs> whether it's on your podcast or whether it's on social media, you say what you mean and you mean what you say. Mm. You're not saying things to get a rise out of people or saying things to for the sake of going viral to get your name out there, good, better, and different. Right. You literally say how you feel about something and you stick to it which is something that i feel is lost in today's world where people just say things just to say well i'm doing these things for the likes i'm doing these things for the views i'm doing these things just so that for at least you know 24 hours i can trend yeah and i think that it we lose a lot of authenticity in who we are when we're just chasing those likes you know whether it be uh, putting pictures on Instagram half naked or doing pranks on our significant others or, you know, showing out or embarrassing our kids (laughs) just for some clicks, you know, people, people are wild out here. Come on. And so I just think that it's, it's so refreshing to be able to talk to people who are genuine in their communication. They're genuine and very intentional. Well, thank you. I definitely appreciate that. And before we really dive in deep on competition and collaborating, but we got to get to to the basics, like to the basics, the fundamentals of Leah. What (laughs) brought you or how did you get started when it came to podcast? So initially, so this was started on a whim. Um, the end of the end of February, okay. I started my business uh, this year. Started my business. It was right before quarantine, which is called Champions of Discourse, where we teach public speaking and the art of critical thinking and debate. Mm-hmm. Um, and in wanting to start that show, um, I was talking to a friend of mine, Jason, who has been one of our rotating co-hosts, and he said, "You know, you should talk to people about." what it means to really take up space, what it really means to uh, be who you are in whatever space you're in to make sure that your voice is heard. Mm-hmm. And there have, I've come across many, not just uh, not just black people, not just white people, not just men, not just women, it's people of all shapes and colors mm-hmm. from all different backgrounds who tend to shrink who they are or say that, or put their happiness make sure their happiness is based on someone else's actions so um and i was you know and whether it's us procrastinating us you know our fear of failure or um how we raise our family we have to be vocal um whether that's verbal or non-verbally in stating what we need and being honest and what we want and the only way we can get there is by being self-aware so um, I was urged to kind of start a podcast. I didn't know how far it would go. And I started trying to do it talking to myself um, as one person. And it didn't work. <laughs> so, wow. Okay. So my younger sister, uh, Kayla, who is hey, my Hey, Miss Kayla. <laughs> she actually 
is uh, she has grown a lot. If you listen to us from when we first started to where we are now, especially listening to the lives, uh, she has been, you know, rocking with me since mostly day one. And um, the two of us really brainstorm different ideas, talk to different uh, rotating co-hosts to come in and talk about different aspects of life where we can learn to take up space and learning more about ourselves and who Mm -hmm. we are so that um, we can, instead of just, instead of just saying, well, you know, I'm going to start a fight with you. It's like, no, I don't want to start a fight with you. I want attention from you and I'm not getting it. So how can I communicate that to you without making without having it be a negative confrontation you know okay okay yeah thank you thank you thank you thank you um and how long have you been podcast oh we launched january uh no 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 we launched we launched in july so it's been about almost four months and and that's why I want to ask that question. So you talk about following me and thank you for those compliments. When I look at your followers, especially on Twitter, y'all have a lot of followers within that time frame. Damn near two yeah. grand. Yeah. And here I am, you four months. I'm four years and I'm still under a thousand. But anyway, so I, <laughs> I'm going to tell on myself. But I say that to say... You and your sister and the rotating co-host that is a part of your podcast are doing something right to continue to gain the followers. So what do you think? Because now I'm taking notes. What are you doing to (laughs) increase the following as fast as you guys have? So follow. So. And, I, and I'm not even saying it to be an a-hole. I'm just, getting followers is easy. Oh, that's okay. That's the easy part. Um, getting followers is easy because a lot of people do follow for follow. A lot of people will, um, as long as you, um, you know, the, they do the follow Friday list, um, people will, if you interact with them on their post, they typically will shout you out. And so we have been doing a lot of collaboration and follows here, follows there. Mm-hmm. At one point, if you look at, I do a lot of retweets, so I'm in a couple different retweet groups, but that only accounts for maybe 100 and, 120 people, maybe, gotcha. of my of my followers. But I think that also it's a collaborative effort of seeking out certain people, seeking out certain groups, making sure that I give voice or give a platform to other people who may not have as much to go on i try to make sure that the posts especially on twitter are engaging because engagement is more important than the following so Mm -hmm. while a person can have fifty thousand followers if they have you know 10 percent engagement their follow their number of followers really mean nothing gotcha yep but if you can get at least 50 percent of the people to engage with your posts whatever your numbers are um, then that's where you can see that your true following is like, oh, okay, cool. Like people are actually seeing it. Not only are they seeing it, but they like it. Not only are they liking it, they're sharing it or they're yeah. commenting on it. You want them to engage with it. So, um, you know, the following part, getting followers, all that stuff is easy. But this right here, what we're doing, the collaborative part of it, 
that's the part where it matters. That's the, that cross promotional between audiences. Yes. That is what's going to make a difference. That is what is going to um, make people more aware of you because if it's people scroll all day long and sometimes they'll go like just like walking in a mall they'll look at an outfit in a store and say oh right. okay and then keep walking but what's going to make them go in that store you know and when people are listening to your podcast and if they've taken time whether your podcast is 30 minutes or two hours if they take it if they're taking time to listen to the content that you put out and you're able to collaborate with different people mm-hmm. then that's what's going to help increase your engagement across the board good so I need to do a little more engaging for sure. Okay, I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it. So if you listening Listen, to this, Twitter is fast. Twitter, Instagram is so fast. Like it's, <laughs> it's a lot. It's, there's a lot going on. But yeah. once yeah. you start getting it, getting into these conversations with different people, um, wanting to collaborate with different people, there are some people who like I don't trust the whole follow for follow thing because yes. a lot of people will go that once they hit. A certain number, like two thousand yep. or twenty five hundred, then they start unfollowing a bunch of people yep. to help their algorithm. But that doesn't that doesn't work for people who are under ten thousand. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So they're they're playing a very risky game. That's why if you see my number of people who I'm following is going to be more than the people who follow me. But gotcha. I'm trusting that the people who actually see my stuff like it enough to want to share it. There you go. Okay. Okay. See? So for that listener out there who, or just not even a listener. So for that podcaster or that entrepreneur or that person who trying to play the system, people are going to call you out. Okay? It All ain't worth time. it. <laughs> <laughs> like, you do not want to get dragged. Just, just don't, don't. If that's the only way you know how to win is by cheating, not even gaming the system. Because right. you can game a different way, but yeah. just trying to cheat and get over on other people, people are going to see that they're not going to want to collab with you because that is very telling of your character. Yeah, there it is, there it is, there it is. So, how did you or your team come up with the name of your podcast, Take Up Space? Uh, take Up Space. I'm really trying to remember the origin story. I think it was it was literally just about learning how to take up space because okay. there have been so many times where, because um, I have a background in debate, collegiate debate, where oh. I was a competitor and a coach. And so there are so many times where people are walked over or talked over or yeah. rushed off because right. they don't speak up. And in debate, and this is only in debate, only in debate, silence is consent. So if you don't say anything against an argument in a round, then that means that you go along with it. And whether you agree with it or not, you should understand that you have the agency to say so. So regardless of what it is, whether you want to go to Denny's or you want to go to Outback or you want to live in Cancun or you want to live in Canada, you should have a say-so in it. So, you know, you dictate how your life is. Not your kids, not your parents, not your job. You dictate what it is. And so if you're playing a secondary person or a supporting character in your own story, you should really take some time to really assess yourself and gain some 
um, experience that will help you become more self-aware, you know, do some soul searching so that you know what you need and how to get there. So that, so it really came from that idea of people not wanting to, um, or not knowing how to speak up and take up that space wherever it is, because if somebody's talking, obviously, um, everybody can't talk at the same time. So there's space being taken up. So that's kind of where that came from. Now, Leah, I, I I get excited about people that actually was on or part of a debate team. It's <laughs> not that many, but when I come across y'all, I'm gonna say y'all. So don't don't debate me on y'all. I'm, I'm just being I'm, I'm being myself now. I'm comfortable. Okay, what? Okay. Who or what inspired you to be part of a debate team? So we just um, ended our first season of Champions of Discourse Debate This, which is a debate show I do with my opponent, Janelle Hope. She is, well, Dr. Janelle Hope. They going to put that doctor on this. <laughs> right, right. Um, you know, cause she, she went to school. She got her, you know, she got her PhD. Um, she, when I was in, she was in, she was on the collegiate team before I was on there. Okay. And when I got there, she said that I should join. And at first I wasn't really sure about it, but after I practiced and went to my first tournament, I was like, yeah, I found out where I want to be. Like, this is, this is really all I want to do. So it wasn't necessarily that I wanted to be a lawyer, but I liked the, I liked the way we get to play around with concrete ideas and Mm -hmm. come to real world impacts to understand not only the world around us, but the different perspectives that people may have that we're surrounded by. We can all watch the same movie, but Mm -hmm. all have very different experiences, you know? So I know my listeners, they like Murph, keep this debate thing going. So the couple of people I know that, that, that debate, (laughs) They're very confident. These are men, by the way. And they're very self-centered. So I'm glad. Hopefully you're not those characteristics, are you? No. no, Okay. I try. I mean, there has to be some ego in debate. Otherwise, because if you can't deliver an argument with confidence, you're not believable. Okay. And so there has to be some ego there. But then there also has to be some grace where you give the other person a chance to state their claim and, and have a rebuttal against what you say. So a good debater is somebody who can command a crowd, who can speak very clearly to articulate their point so that their audience understands it. A great debater can not only articulate their arguments, but they also understand the perspective of their opponent and be able to compare the two. Nice, nice. So for that listener, I I shouldn't have said confidence. I should have said arrogance because, yes, you have to be confident in basically Mm -hmm. anything and everything you do. So, yes, arrogant and, yeah, very self-centered. So, no, that's good to know. And one last question I have regarding debate. Do you have a polka face? Uh, My face tells a lot of the story before I talk. Okay. (laughs) So... I try, I do, I try to control the facial expressions during the debate, um, but I typically don't let the other team know that they've got me until right. 
even even when the judge makes their decision, it's like, no, you didn't you didn't get me because the judge has a bias because of this type of argument yes. or um, had or or and sometimes some people may have bested me, but I know that there's other ways that I can still win the round. And so it's it's a practice still. Yes. <laughs> so thank you for your honesty. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a practice because the it's an in like with any art debate is always going to be forever be a practice and yes. so this uh this season one which is available on facebook and youtube at champions of discourse page um it really show like we're we haven't debated in 10 years mm. maybe 10 years and this is our first time going back to back rounds competing and i think that this season was a great first season and um, you get to see a lot of our different styles and how we had, we just had people like yourself who are not, in, they understand what critical thinking is, yes, but they you. never were in the debate world. So we had them because we, we debate for lay people, which is, which are the people who are not in the debate world. Gotcha. So well. if you, if you ever get a chance to check it out, oh, yeah, I, would, I would definitely. Leah, <laughs> the listeners was like, Merv, can she repeat that? Where can we find her? <laughs> that will be at the end where you can find her, the podcast, and her as a debater. Because I know me, my facial expressions give it away. You know what I'm thinking, oh, how I'm thinking yeah. before I say a word. <laughs> Period. I've always been that way. Whether in sports, oh, Merv Piss, or Merv about to give us 30 or 40. Y'all just leave that man alone. Let him cook. Let him, you know... As they say, Shaq say that barbecue chicken. I'm about to get mine. But, but anyway, enough about me. Uh, but no, that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. And you was talking about how your podcast is set up with you and Kayla, but you have a rotation of, of co-hosts. How, yes. how do you do that? Because I think that's pretty dope. Yeah, so one... I didn't know if Kayla would be available every time I wanted to record for every okay. week that we wanted to put out. Mm -hmm. That's one. Two, I wanted to have, I want this podcast um, as for the life of it to have a collection of stories, of tips, of ideas, of the inner workings of how people get through their issues or how they become more aware of themselves or how they learn to build boundaries or take a leap of faith or whatever it is and so i wanted to have a variety of those conversations so it's not just myself mm -hmm. and the same person for always but having just rotating ho-hosts where i can where i can pull from a different group of people to talk about various aspects like i've been able to talk with you know a childhood friend of mine about people pleasing um another friend about podcasting i mean procrastinating um, another one, another, like I just did one with Drake, um, from everything culture about, um, observing what's going on in the world without absorbing it. Mm -hmm. So the, there's many different ways that people can handle the same situation. And so having rotating co-hosts, especially when you're talking about something as universal as taking up space, I want to have as broad of a of an audience as I do um, in my hosts mm -hmm. so that they understand it's not just one way to do anything. My way is just best for me right now. 
Mm-hmm. And I, only time will tell if it was the best way to take it, but only you can decide what's going to be the best course of action with the information that you have right now. So I like that I can coordinate schedules with different people, that I can get different perspectives, and that a lot of times when I talk to other people, I get ideas for new episodes. Because mm-hmm. if I'm talking to the same person, I kind of understand who you are, the way you think. I can kind of tell where you're going to go from here. Mm-hmm. And to me, that kind of gets boring. I just needed to spice it up a little bit. So um, I think that having different co-hosts is just something that just gives me life. Like, that's something that I appreciate. No, that's dope. That's dope. And being in this game as long as I have, Leah, it's, we're going to talk about that later as far as collaboration and competing. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like, I need to be the primary or why do you pick this person over me or you know it can it can tend it can end with a lot of egos or people feeling some type of way because they're not getting oh, the yeah. opportunities so how are you, like did you have a meeting like all right this is how it's gonna go okay this you know what i'm saying so just kind of let the that let that listener or that entrepreneur know because like i, I want to know how to i want to know where to start like i've been fortunate like big roy for why not sports and i'm a single host that have guests on for the flagrant too. So okay. you're going to give out some gems because there's people <laughs> breaking up because they can't control egos or they feel some type of way they want to lead, but they can't lead. Or they, you know, so however, whatever, but you having a way to be successful at this, can you just let the world know a little bit on how you were able to juggle all that? So one, I think that the reason why because i've from the outside looking in because i don't i don't really care to be in people's drama who are not affecting my life like the first question i always ask is is this going to affect me being able to pay my bills come on facts okay cool awesome are they going to hurt anybody in my family okay cool we can move on i don't need to be a part of this um but one thing that i find that a lot of people are doing they're and you and you'll find i mean and you've probably seen this multiple times murph where you see um podcasters who come together to collaborate only to break up after three episodes Mm -hmm. or you find people who want to start a podcast but end up running out of content and can't make it to episode 10. and what i have found is that when you're doing it for the wrong reason it will show Mm. it's it's going to show when you're doing this for the wrong reason. If you're doing this to feed your ego, if you're doing this to get a sponsor, if you're doing this to go viral, what if you're doing this for any other reason than to be authentically serving a community? Because as podcasters, we provide a service. Yes, that's that's how I see podcasting. It is a service provided to our listeners. They are, you know, going about their day. They may need some encouragement. They may need a good laugh. They may need a good scare. They may need a good story to listen to. They may want some advice about something. They may want a new perspective on an old situation. Mm-hmm. And we're here to provide that to them. You know, they. this is probably the closest they'll come to making new friends, especially in a pandemic. <laughs> so right. facts. we facts. have to... We have to make sure that we are moving with intention and authenticity when we're doing this so you know when people are running out of content they probably have one hot idea that was a funny joke at a at a cookout or something and then 
they came back and was like, oh, we should do a podcast about this one specific thing. And it's like, okay, after episode four, I don't know what else to talk about. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, okay. Or the people who break up and who break up from um, as a duo or as a group to do podcasting, they're not doing it for the love of what they offer. They're doing it to feed self yeah. or to feed another person or like in the group where oh, I'm doing it because he told me I should do it or she said that it is, this would be good to do but my heart's not really in it, it's not something I want to do. One thing my dad always told me, if people want to do something, they're going to find a way to get it done. Yep. So if people are breaking up over podcasting, they didn't really, unless it was something like really egregious that happened. Right, right, right. They didn't really want to want to be together in the first place and just needed something to be like, okay, this is the reason why we're not together, guys. So I would say as, um, as a rule of thumb for anybody who's looking to get into podcasting or anybody who wants to be an entrepreneur, find out what you offer that has value and can be of service to someone. Mm. Those two things, because if Leah, you, can you say that one more time? <laughs> well, just one more time. Cause that listen, like, wait a minute. I, I, I I'm still back to uh, the great debate, but say that one more time. <laughs> Um, you want to find, you want to make sure that if you want to be an entrepreneur, you want to be a podcaster, or you want to you want to pave your own way. The only way to do that is make sure that whatever skill set, whatever passion, whatever talent you have to offer has value, and it can be of service. Now, mm. the the value portion of it, that's where you find your audience. Your audience has to see your value in it by you showing them, well. You know, I am able to teach you how to speak. And if I'm able to teach you how to speak, then you're able to get more jobs. If you're able to get more jobs, your quality of life increases with each paycheck, with e- with you being able to write your own checks, things mm-hmm. of that nature. Or um, being able to be of service to people. If you're able to serve a group of people, they're able to, they'll pay for it. It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter how high Target raised their prices. People are gonna go to Target because they love that brand. Yes. Or, Trader Joe's or Macy's or Louis Vuitton or whatever the case may be, they don't have to sell you value. People, their audience knows what their value is and they'll continue to pour money into it. You just have to find your right audience. Mm, so, mm, mm. you know, just be be authentic. Know what your your passion is, your talent, your skill, where, where all those things, you know, meet up and make sure that what you offer has value and can be of service to your audience and you don't have to serve the whole world start with one there you go you only need to only need to do one and then watch that one grow well leah it's easy for you to say because you debate (laughs) and and you entrepreneur and you a podcaster so it's easy for you and merv i ain't i ain't gonna talk about you how do from for you and listeners, stop laughing at me, okay? I know how some of my, especially the first-time listeners, but the avid listeners, what up? How do you get your audience or a certain demographic? Um, I honestly, it's literally as easy as I'm making it sound. All I can do is produce the content that I want to listen to. Mm-hmm. Because there's there's more people like you in the world than people tend to realize. But 
because you're unwilling to be your authentic self, you end up being isolated in groups that you don't fit in. Mm -hmm. And so because you're forcing yourself to fit in with this friends group or this church group or this group at work, because you're not being authentic in yourself, when you go online, you tend to find your people or your audience because you're hiding behind a screen and you can be whomever you want to be. So I, I produce content that I want to listen to. I produce content that my friends want to listen to. Mm -hmm. And I not only produce content that I love, I also make sure that I am engaging with my audience. So if somebody says, hey, love the episode, appreciate what you've been doing, I don't just say, okay, cool, I got a review. Like, no, I shout them out because people want to be made to feel important. Yes. So if, um, if somebody, you know, gives me something positive, I'll screenshot it. I'll tag them and say, hey, you know, I appreciate you taking your time out and giving me a shout out. I, I appreciate that. Or people who show me love on Instagram. Like, yes, definitely. I'm going to go ahead and show you love. Same on Twitter, same on Facebook. You know, I appreciate the people who because people take time to leave reviews if they are uh, if they had a negative experience. That's easy. Yeah. But to leave a review saying that they enjoyed it that's when you know that you you've struck gold somewhere so yeah. i make sure that my audience is heard not just not just that this is a one-way conversation but i can see like oh snap like you really took the time out to do i appreciate you yeah. thank you yeah yeah and that's why i want to ask because i know i get that question a lot murph who's your audience i'm like my audience is people that's real who enjoys real conversation like i don't say oh it's just you know just for us as blacks or right, you know right. I, 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 I rock with anybody you know what i'm saying i'd be the yeah. first to say look yeah. at my guests from 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 you know from the episodes like I, i'm i'm an open book when it comes to guests however every guest i would say across the board positive vibes and got a story to tell that can either inform you or inspire you. So that's been my right. answer, at least for the past few years, on my audience. Yeah, okay. I mean, everybody wants to connect. And yep. so I think that when you offer and everybody everybody loves everybody loves good stories. Yes. So when you're able to offer that your audience can come from anywhere, from Belgium, from Australia. Right. And even though, you know, you may be producing in a basement in Ohio. Yep. And you have listeners all over the world yes, who are just coming to hear the stories or hear because you offer a service that mm -hmm. you're passionate about. So, yeah, you know, just don't be afraid to tell yourself. Don't be afraid to tell people. I'm not saying talk about it every five minutes or whatever, but... Right. When when you're able to promote, just like, you know, Murph, you give me the opportunity to promote. I'm not going to say, oh, you know, I'm not going to. No, if you give him the opportunity, you know, <laughs> own it. Facts. Own it. Look, Facts. you have space. You have time. Talk about what you do. Yeah. And talk about it. Like there was um, I was working out. I've been like trying to be consistent in doing it. And um, we we came across this guy named Phil who does extreme hip hop. I don't know how many people are actually aware of who he is, but mm -hmm. when he comes on, he's so excited from for the entire hour, start to finish. So excited. He loves what he does. He loves working out. And he says the same thing every week. He could be doing anything else. 
he could be out selling drugs or working at a corporate job, but no, he gets to just teach people how to have fun staying fit. Yeah. That's what he loves. That's his passion. And because he loves it so much, that energy attracts other people who are like-minded. Yes, ma'am. And so he has gyms all over the country. And it's just like, just because he does what he loves. So that, and that could be you if you are crazy enough to love what you do. And not only, I, I ain't gonna lie, I'm crazy in love with what I do. That's running my mouth with, not even like you said earlier. I don't <laughs> think, okay, uh, if I don't say this or if I do say this, how am I gonna come back and tell that story on top of a story? No, I do me, okay? I own everything mm-hmm. I say. But Leah, I got one last question for you before we go. Okay. You're an entrepreneur. A lot of people don't know where to start. What was the driving point for you to do something crazy, quote unquote, and just take that leap of faith? Oh, um. So I I know me. Okay. I know me. And that's that's the start to anything. Mm. Uh, before before you make a meal, before you lay out your clothes, you gotta know yourself. Come on. So when it comes to entrepreneurship, and and I'm gonna say this for your audience because somebody may not have heard this before. Everybody is not meant to be an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. and that is okay. Mm-hmm. Everybody is not meant to own their own business because you may not like to get up early. You may not like to be held accountable to yourself. You may be a terrible procrastinator. You may not like to do admin work, follow up, or be the backup or the end all be all of any questions. You like to pass the buck. That's okay. There are roles that you can fulfill as an employee. Mm -hmm. That does not make you worth any less than somebody who decides to follow their dreams of being an entrepreneur it's fine you don't have to but for those who want to be an entrepreneur those who want to find success in being an entrepreneur um i think the turning point for for me was i didn't love what i do like i did it because it was a check and i was good at it but i was just i was bored and i found myself every time i got a promotion every time i got a recognition or got put on a different project i work in finance and um in anti-money laundering and um compliance so every time i was able to do either investigative work or this or that it was exciting but then it quickly quickly faded and the Hmm. only time that i was actually sustainably excited about what i get to do recently is when i recorded the champions of discourse debate this season one when i got to do those debate rounds when i got to teach people like we had multiple um we had multiple people come through for consultations for champions of discourse to learn how to do public speaking um whether it be for an event or just so they learn how to uh, speak better or think critically um i think that that is the most excited I have been in a very long time, probably since my first debate tournament. And I, you know, I thought to myself, I didn't want to do finance for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. It's great. 
it's, mm-hmm. it can be fun, but it's the same thing day in, day out. Getting to talk with different people, getting to be a part of this, I was just like, this is something I can do. And even the even the admin part, the stuff that I don't like and all the other stuff, because there's always going to be something in the process you don't like to do. Mm-hmm. I'll do that just to be able to do this. So um, I couldn't see myself getting married, having children and not liking what I did for, mm-hmm. for a living. I can't I, I don't I don't want to do that. That's you know, cool. there's there's sacrifice you have to make like, hey, I got to do what I got to do to put food on the table. That's fine. But while I'm single, <laughs> while I have time, I am definitely going to take the opportunity to at least at least take a chance, you know, whether it's successful or whether it comes crashing down in a ball of fire. Yeah, I can say that I did it. I can say that I at least gave it my all. I can say that, you know, I tried it and maybe it didn't work or maybe um, I could try it differently one day soon. But I knew that I didn't want to be, I, I didn't want to do what I did. I didn't want to, I didn't want to continue to work in finance. I don't want to continue to work with, uh, to work in schools uh, as a teacher, but, te- but doing debate. You know, getting to argue with different people, yeah. getting to have different conversations about the world and what's going on and how we can effectively change it or even make grassroots impact. Um, that's where I found my joy. That's where I found my happiness. That's where I found my peace. I was most at, like, I'm not a morning person. Oh, I woke up at 630 <laughs> in the morning for that. Oh, oh, I was up. I was up, no coffee, no br- I was ready. Naturally ready to go. I was I was ready. I was it was like it was it was like I had one a trip to Fiji. I was getting married and Christmas all on the same day. Like that's how excited I was. Nice. Like that's if you get that excited about something, that is what you should be doing. Yes, ma'am. Whether you make it into a career or whether you make it a side hustle or whether you do it just for the love of doing it, that is where you can, because people are going to want that. Whatever whatever it is that brings you that much joy, that's what you should be doing. So um, I started it to, to, I decided to just take, take that leap and um, get registered and start doing it um, just because I knew that I wanted that's what eventually that's where I want to do yeah. that's where I want to go that's where I want to end up so listen we've been in quarantine for eight months yeah seven months eight months look what what else what else am I gonna do come on like, I feel you I, I feel you time in the world like I might as well be spending this time you know doing what I love so whether it's you know writing curriculum for a new course for a college course or um, being able to talk, meeting, meet and talk with people like yourself. Thank you. Or um, being able to connect with other with other people outside of our community and understand how they live, how they work. Because I'm not from Charlotte, so um, it's so since I can't connect with people here because of quarantine, I've been able to connect with people in many, many, many other states. Like yes. even just doing this. So yes. this is helping me keep my sanity. So. It keeps it like being able to look forward to something. So yes, I get super excited about that. Like me, I was like, yes, 
Are we still on for the day? Yes. yes. I'm getting ready. Yes. I'm, I, hey, I'm, and that's another thing, too. It's all about the follow-up. Follow-up. Yeah. Follow-up. I'm going to say that one more time. Follow-up is very important. On top of doing what you love to do, the smallest things, follow-up. Also, mm-hmm. saying a thank you after the fact, whether it's a sale, whether it's a guest. Yeah. What just just follow up? It, it go a long way. Yeah, that I think that that's so true. And people don't look at that. They think that once they make the sale, that that's it, you know. Or once they get the buy-in, that's it. But I think that is just as important to make someone or to try. Not that it's going to work, but at least make the attempt. Whether it's a card or a gift basket or a tote or whatever it is. Like have someone feel at least an ounce of the appreciation that you feel for them, you know, working with you, shopping with you, you know, investing in you and whatever. Because you literally could be doing anything else, but you get to do this because of their patronage. That's good. That's good. That's great. Well, Leah, thank you. Uh, I I greatly appreciate it. Now, I, I got one. I got a request. Okay. Soon, soon, so, I would like to have you and someone that can debate you for about 10 15 minutes. And once I get my setup to where it's visual, we can have people okay. you know tune in and give their thoughts on who they think will who they think won. Are you open to okay. doing something like that? I am open to doing that. I it's funny because I just reconnected with a few other debaters and. Um, I'm interested to see how this is happen. This is this is going to happen. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm open to that. Perfect. I'm perfect. definitely open to that. So thank you for that. Bear with me. Like I was telling you earlier, my laptop is getting upgraded. So <laughs> <laughs> when I get the proper setup and things like that, I would love to to have you and someone else while I I showcase it on on my platform and have people tuning in and giving out you know giving feedback and schooling me on of course i'll ask you how the setup kind of should be similar to where if you you know if you you know guys or you ladies uh, or whoever's involved yeah, if, you, if you know i mean i'd be interested in either you know having someone that i know or in you getting someone else that you know um uh, because there's i mean debate is pretty much debate but it just depends on um it depends on the style that we're using. Okay. There is a couple different styles, and we can talk about that. But um, there's, I've done three different styles of debate, and um, I'm finding that on the East Coast and in Central, um, they use a style that requires um, articles to be read. So I'm interested if you if you have another debater friend who's interested to do it, what their style is. But if not, mm-hmm. I can always get one of my friends to do it. I- I'm glad you said that. So when that time comes, remind me to say, hey, Murph, one of your two male friends, that, that'll re- help me remember because I got one in particular that okay. I, 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 would, I would love to hear him and his debate, debate mine. And then I'm going to get ready to go because he, he, he cracks me up. He challenges the process at work. Mm. Nine times out of ten. So a lot of times the people or the quote-unquote superiors are so intimidated by him. They keep it short Mm. and vague. And and when he's not there, 
They want to sit and spill this and say this and no substance. But when he's there, he's going to challenge them and make them think about some things. So, yeah. I, yeah, because yeah, I'm, I'm that person. So, a couple things. Yes, sir. Yes, um, ma'am. Let's talk, let's talk about it, but I but I am definitely I definitely understand that from a debater's standpoint because if you're not clear <laughs> on the process, if you're not clear on the procedure, I love then it. I will definitely ask. So uh, we've had some scenarios where that actually will not work, yeah. and I can write those out for you, or we can discuss them here. What would you like to do? So, yes, I, I can definitely understand that. And he sounds like a, he would be a fun person. Oh, I, DM, he's another DM. Much love to him. One of my fellow brothers, my fist is up. He he, he, he definitely uh, increases my uh, uh, confidence when it comes to, like you said, just kind of listening more and challenging the process mm-hmm. and knowing the the. the, the the rules and regulations and protocols, just the overall. Oh, what's I'm thinking of um, brain fart, y'all. It's been one of them days, but um, <laughs> not the journals. You know, uh, you know, basically them rules, regulation. It's not the word I'm looking well, for. Because anyway. typically, what you, what you want to do when you have a debate is you want to make sure that where you start makes sense for the trajectory to end up where you want to go yeah and if you if what your plan of action is doesn't actually get you there then yeah we're going to have a lot of questions to ask what are you basing this on what information are you using is the information outdated Come is on. the information source trustworthy <laughs> like can we can we depend on that and uh, if that's not dependable, is there somewhere else we can get information to corroborate what was said to I make love sure it. that we have the correct information? So, yeah. It's I just, love it. I love it. And you see, when you was asking them questions, I'm sitting there looking at him, and you can see the superiors getting red, getting frustrated. I'd be sitting there like, y'all shouldn't even be in position. But anyway, that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day. <laughs> But Leah, thank you. I really do appreciate your time. I'm sure the audience love it. They laughing at me because you are the first guest, especially when it comes to a subject as debating. And I'm sure they heard my excitement to where I'm like, yo, can you come back? Can we kind of get a snippet? Because I think that's dope. Uh, but it did start with my fellow co-worker on things that he do. But if you can let the world know how they can find you, how they can find your company, how they can find the podcast, please bless us. Sure, sure. First of all, thank you so much, Murph. I appreciate being here. Um, this has been great. Uh, I am, like I said, my name is Leah and I co-host with Kayla. Um, you can find us at Take Up Space Pod. That's Take Up Space P-O-D on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We drop every Tuesday morning and we go live every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central on Facebook and YouTube. Um, it's really fun in there. So we have, uh, like I said, my sister is coming out of her shell a lot more, learning how to speak up for herself. And so she's starting to do, so I'm really excited that she's doing a lot more as far as, uh, running the live on her own. And so I'm just like, I'm super, super, super excited. I mean, it's about service and that's, that's how we see growth. And so, um, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, wherever podcasts are found, um, take a space podcast and, um, for if you want any services as far as public speaking or learning how to think critically or even if you have um, 
presentations that you have to do, um, you can always uh, call for a consult or uh, visit us at championsofdiscourse.com. That's champions, like the fighters of discourse, D-I-S-C-O-U-R-S-E.com. And it's Champions of Discourse on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter is Champions of Disc. So make sure to check us out. And um, our YouTube is all on Champions of Discourse. And you can find the first season of Champions of Discourse Debate This, where we have 11 rounds with Dr. Janelle Hope and myself go head to head for all 11 rounds, talking about different things from the pink tax to the protest to um, Frankie Beverly and Mays and Beyonce to talking about Candace Owens and Kanye West. Uh, we have a variety of topics this season and we're just looking to go bigger and better next season. Well, you, you heard Leah. <laughs> Super content, a lot of content, working on being bigger and better. If you're listening to this, subscribe, support, listen, and hold me accountable too for that future episode with her and a few others that will debate. It's going to be structured, but it's going to be dope, and I'm excited. But anyway, yeah. Leah, thank you, <laughs> thank you, thank you. For the first time, listeners, thank y'all for tuning in. The avid listeners, y'all already know what time it is. What up? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Murph. You can actually find the podcast, Flagrant 2, on Instagram, flagrant2pod underscore. Yes. Find, uh, find us there and you can listen to the show wherever you listen to podcasts and if there's not a platform y'all know what to do hit me up that way I can as I like to do uh, knock on something and say hey get a big homie a chance give D Murph a chance we just trying to <laughs> just like Leah said we just want to be bigger and better and just continue to just grow but overall yeah. y'all thank y'all thank y'all thank y'all continue to be safe six seven feet away but y'all already know how I close the show. Don't lose yourself with life problems. Stay strong and fight the good fight. It's a lot going on. Day in and day out. Man, it's a grind. Don't lose the vision. Fight the good fight. Uh. Murph, you did it again. Setting trends like you winning the win. Fighting a good fight, sick of the sins. Connecting dots now with all the pins. We just trying to be good men. Yeah. Adore my wife and I love my kids. Uh. I never let them down, never uh. let them frown. Never let a clown take a crown. Hit me because I'm brown. That's okay. I got the blood of a king. Mm. Saw it in the dream, ain't all with a scene. Uh-huh. Try to turn us to fiends. We drown in the streams while we chasing that green. Woo. It's all about the dollar bill, y'all. And stop chasing that thrill, y'all. These beliefs trying to kill y'all. I'm just here trying to heal y'all. So listen as we work, dropping them gems now, rocking with D Murph. Tuning in as we get it in, so milling in, being better men, we so adamant about the culture, sick that is vultures. We in the game now, watch how we coach ya. Keep your guns in the holster. Love is life, and that's 